0: This podcast is presented to you by Pastors Tom and Bonnie Deschal from Celebration Church in Harare, Zimbabwe. For more information, please visit celebrationmen.org If you'll turn with me in your Bibles to Exodus chapter 33. I'll be reading verses 7 to 11. Exodus chapter 33. Verses 7 to 11. You know, without a shadow of doubt, 2017 was an epic year for the nation of Zimbabwe. Uh, So many things happened. We started the year with uh, an incredible storm about a coffee mug. And we never understood what that was about. And we ended the year with the tanks storming the city. And so many things were happening throughout the year. And a friend of mine and I started playing a game uh, as we were trying to understand what was unfolding in the nation. We we started playing a game of uh, saying let's go up to the terraces and watch what's happening in the field. So we realized that uh, many times when so many things are happening, there are so many moving paths, it's difficult to fully appreciate what's happening if you are close range. So sometimes you need to climb up to the terraces so that you can see the whole field of play. So we, we, we started trying to analyze what was happening, seeing all the players and what was happening and so on. Because you see a view from the terraces, will allow you to view the developments from the comfort of not being involved. You you are not a player, but you are observing what's happening. And sometimes it gives you a wider and a better view of the playing field. And sometimes it does give you an objectivity and an ability to view the whole field of play. So today I want us as we look at this scripture, I want us to take a view from the terraces, So if you are in Exodus chapter 33, verses 7 to 11, the Bible says, Moses took his tent and pitched it outside the camp, far from the camp, and called it the tabernacle of meeting. And it came to pass that everyone who sought the Lord went out to the tabernacle of meeting, which was outside the camp. So it was whenever Moses went out to the tabernacle, that all the people rose, and each man stood At his tent door, and watched Moses until he had gone into the tabernacle. And it came to pass when Moses entered the tabernacle that the pillar of cloud descended and stood at the door of the tabernacle. And the Lord talked with Moses. And all the people saw the pillar of cloud standing at the tabernacle door. And all the people rose and worshipped each man in his tent door. So the Lord spoke to Moses face to, face as, he, as a man speaks to his face as a man speaks to his friend. And he would return to the camp, but his servant Joshua, the son of Nun, a young man did not depart from the tabernacle. Now, the, the, when you read this scripture, it's quite interesting, particularly in view of uh, today's Bible reading. In Exodus chapter 40, we realize that God told Moses to build the tabernacle of meeting. So in reality, in Exodus 33, the tabernacle of meeting which God had described to Moses uh, earlier on in chapters 25 and 26, had not yet been built. But Moses did something interesting. He took his own tent, and he made it, and it declared it a tabernacle of meeting. Now, the, in some versions of the Bible, you'll find that that tabernacle is called the tabernacle of the congregation. But if you look into the Hebrew, the, the word tabernacle is ohel, and the word of meeting is the word moyed. you would recall that Pastor Tom taught us a lot about the feasts of the Lord. And he said, the word for the feasts of the Lord is the word moyed. It's a word that means feasts. It's a word that means appointment. It's a word that means a a meeting place. So in reality, what Moses was doing, he was saying, he was declaring a place of appointment where God would meet his people. So the tabernacle of uh, appointment was a place where those who sought God would go and meet God. So it was a place where you'd have encounters with God. It was a place where you'd have experiences with God. It was a place where you'd hear from God. It was a place where if you wanted to hear God about your destiny, if you wanted to hear God about his will, if you wanted to hear God about his purpose, you'd separate yourself and go to the the tabernacle of meeting. And there God would show himself. As a matter of fact, the Bible does say this, In Exodus chapter 29, verses 42 and 43, when he talks about this tabernacle of meeting, it says, at the door or at the entrance of the tabernacle of meeting, before the Lord, where I will meet you to speak to you. So at this place called the tabernacle of appointment or the tabernacle of meeting, God would meet us and speak with us. Then it says, and there I will meet with the children of Israel, and the tabernacle shall be sanctified by my glory. So this is a place where God met his people. Hallelujah. But what I find interesting about this place, while it was a place of appointment to meet God, Moses placed this tent or this tabernacle of meeting, he placed it far away from the camp. You see it in that scripture, it says, he took it and he placed it a distance away from the camp. And I was thinking about it say, why would you, if this is the place where God would meet his people, why are you placing it far from the camp? Why are you separating it from where the people are? Because in reality, The tabernacle of meeting or the tabernacle of appointment required that you needed to separate yourself from the crowd. You needed to separate yourself from the floor of the crowd and walk out to meet God. It required intentionality. You see, when we encounter God, it requires intentionality. It requires effort. Those who sought God, they had to separate themselves from their peers. They had to separate themselves from people. They had to consecrate themselves and say, I'm going to do whatever it takes for me to have an encounter with God. So for you to get to the tabernacle of appointment, it was not just, oh, I close my door and I am there. It required thinking about it. It required working on it it's required some energy. Hallelujah. So, <coughs> so I want us to remember when you are viewing things from the terraces, you, you, you see all the factions, you see all the team players, you see all the camps that are in the, in, in the field of play. So I want us to just look at three of the Factions, if I may borrow that word from Zimbabwean politics, that were at play in this scripture. So, the first faction that you see there is a faction that uh, belonged to Moses and what I will call the God chasers. You see, like we said, the, the tabernacle was placed outside the camp, which means you actually have to go out of the camp to seek God. It was a place for people who would pursue God. It required effort and separating yourself from the crowd, not just from the floor. But we see that Moses would separate himself, and those who sought the Lord would separate themselves, and they would go out to the tabernacle of uh, appointment. And there the Bible says, God spoke to Moses face to face. He communicated with Moses clearly. There was no language barrier. It was plain. In Numbers chapter 12, verse 8, we hear that God spoke plainly with him. With other prophets, he would speak in in dreams and so on. But as far as Moses was concerned, God spoke plainly. Now, what I find interesting here is that when when Moses entered into the tabernacle of uh, appointment, you see, the Bible says that the glory came down. The pillar of cloud came down. But Moses was not fascinated with the manifestation. He was not fascinated by the pillar of cloud. He was not fascinated by the glory. Moses was fixated with the voice of God. He was more interested in hearing God. What is it God was calling him to? You see, often we, we are interested with the external manifestations. We see what's happening. That's what draws our attention. But God is not in the external manifestation. God is in his voice. God is in what he is saying. So Moses was more interested in God communicating to him his purpose. God was more interested in God communicating with him his destiny. Moses was more interested in God communicating with him what God wanted Moses to do. So when he went into the tabernacle of appointment, he knew that this is a place of God's glory. But it was a place where God would reveal himself. It was a place where God would give him directions. You see, we have been told that in this year, it's a year of intimacy with God. When we have intimacy with God, it requires intentionally separating yourself and getting to the place of appointment. It requires taking your eyes off the manifestations, off the supernatural so-called and the spectacular and the hearing the voice of God because many people are, are, are wowed by the manifestation. They are wowed by the thunder and they miss the most important thing. So when we pursue God, what is it we are looking for? So Moses communicated with God. It was God's voice that interested him. It was God's voice that he was more particular about because that voice gave him direction. That voice gave him counsel. That voice showed him where you would go. The Bible says, as you walk, you will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way, walk you in it. He says, I will counsel you with my eye. So God chases a people who separate themselves, and they choose to hear God. They are not fascinated by the lightning. They are not fascinated by the thunder. They are not fascinated by the glory. They are not fascinated by the spectacular. They realize that the spectacular is really God just drawing their attention so that they get to a point of quietness, where they get to a point of intimacy, where they get to a point where they hear God for themselves. You see, we, we, can, we, can, we can hear a prophetic word and be excited about what's happening and say, look what God has said. But if you don't have divine encounters for yourself, then it's not going to help you. You will see the glory. You will see what's happening, but it won't change your life. What changes your life is when you have an encounter with God, when God communicates with you face to face, when there is no language barrier, when God speaks to you clearly. The Bible clearly says, my sheep hear my voice. Another, they will not listen. So in this year, the issue is to say, when we go to the tabernacle of appointment, what are you looking for? Are you looking for the spectacular? Or you are set to hear the voice of God? Hallelujah. So, that's Moses. So Moses and those who sought God, They separated themselves. They did hear the thunder. They saw the cloud. But you see, the cloud was at the door. So they did not stop at the door, but Moses went inside so that he would have an encounter with God. Hallelujah. So the second faction we see in this scripture is the faction of the masses. The Bible says when they saw Moses go to the tabernacle, They each one stood by the tent, by the door of their tent. They did not go to the tabernacle of appointment, but they were watchers from afar. They were people who were on the terraces watching. You see, they were spectators to what God was doing. You see, when you watch from the terraces, you are excluded from the game. You are not a participator. You know, when I, was, when, when, I was, when I would climb into the terraces in 2017 and I would watch the game play as factionalism in Zanupia, you, you had this swing and then that swing and then that swing and sometimes your head will roll. You say, what exactly is happening? But you see, sometimes you, I'll be watching from a certain angle and then suddenly I don't see the field of play because there's a tree in my way. Then I have to change position. Say, let me say, let me get into a better position. But you see, I was not a player. I was not in the game. So while I could narrate what was happening, I was not a participant. So the masses would see what God was doing, would see the, cloud, the pillar of cloud. They would see that the glory has come down, but they saw it from a distance as spectators rather than participators. You know, until November, 20, November 2017, you know, Zimbabweans, particularly those who went to war, they had this saying. They would say, you know, we are entitled to what we, we are getting because we died for you. <laughs> but you see, after November 25, the, there was a new talk. There was a talk, and and, and we have a member of our cell group who was right there. While I'm in in the terraces, I was spectating. She was right there with the tents, fellowshipping with them. And she would say, you know, these things must change because we marched for this. (laughs) So she, she, she had a glory because she marched for it. But I was a spectator who was just in the terraces. I was watching. I couldn't say I watched for this. You understand what I'm saying? So so the, the masses, when they were watching the glory of God, when they were watching what God was doing, they just watched from a distance, but they were spectators. You cannot have intimacy with God when you are a spectator. You see, these guys were God watchers. They will not, not be inconvenienced by pursuing God. I mean, why bother going to the, to, to the to, I mean, Moses, Who is this guy, this Moses? How can he put the tabernacle of appointment far away? He wants to bother me walking. I mean, I can also watch God from here. Why should I go to a prayer meeting? Anyway, God is everywhere. I can pray from where I am. Why should I go to church anywhere? Because I can watch from a distance. I can see the glory. Are you a God-watcher or a God chaser? Are you looking for the convenience of experiencing God from your tent door? Or you are going to say, whatever it takes, I'm going to pursue God. I'm going to separate myself from my friends. I'm going to separate myself from the crowds. And I'm going to be involved. I will not be in the terraces just viewing things from the terraces. I want to be in where the action is. I want to be in where the tanks are. You see, because when people are going to be showing their children, and they are going to say, you see, I was there. Here is a photo with the tank. I will be saying, I was the one taking the photos. Because I was watching from the terraces. So are you watching what God is doing from the terraces? You see, pursuing God is an inconvenient bother. God does not make it easy. He just doesn't say, ah, you know, you you, you want to experience my glory. Oh, here is my glory. Just experience it. He is going to distance himself so that we pursue him. So when we talk about intimacy with God in 2018, it's going to cost you something. It's going to be inconvenient. It's going to take something. You are going to have to separate time and say, I am desperate enough for God. I'm going to pursue God because my destiny is important. God's agenda is important. And for me to walk into what God is calling me to, I'm going to separate myself and walk whatever distance it takes to get to that tent of meeting. You see, God watches, they worship from afar. And they worship in response to the experiences of others. You see, these guys were were just in the terraces and they are watching Moses. And when Moses gets in, the glory comes down. And when the glory comes down, then they worship from a distance. They never had a real experience with God's glory. Now, you know, God has a habit of not shouting. He has a habit of whispering. So if you are watching God from a distance, you may see the glory. You may see the the, the pillar of cloud. You may see the manifestation, but you won't hear the voice because he whispers. Only those who get in the tent of appointment will hear the voice of God. So God watches focus on external manifestations, and they worship from the comfort of their tent door. I mean, why why bother coming to church? Anyway, there's so much Christian television. I can worship God in television. I can watch television and experience God. After all, they preach better than what they do in our church. They may preach better than you are, than than what happens in this pulpit. It's your view. But the issue is, there is a place of corporate worship that television cannot take place. There is a place when you raise up your hands together with the saints. You enter into the presence of God and you worship God. Hallelujah! So, are you watching from the terraces, or you are going to show up at the tabernacle of appointment, where God's presence is intense? You see, the masses, the watchers from the terraces, they avoid intimacy with God, so they miss God's voice. Because God has a habit of revealing himself to God chasers, not to God watchers. If you choose to be a God watcher, God bless your heart. But you will not have a revelation of God. You can describe like me from the terraces. And you know, others were coming. Others were in the Zimbabwe grounds. And others were were coming from here. And there were people in Freedom Square. And there were people coming from here. And you can give all the detail. But you, you, you are not a participator. So you can watch from a distance. And you miss the voice of God. You miss your destiny. You miss the call of God. You miss the purpose of God. Or you can say, I am prepared to be inconvenienced and go the distance to that tent of meeting. I will go the distance to that tent and I'm going to encounter God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The third faction that I want to talk about is found in verse 11. Verse 11 says, So the Lord spoke to Moses face to face, as a man speaks to his friend, and he would return to the camp. But his servant Joshua, the son of Nun, a young man did not depart from the tabernacle of meeting. So we had Moses would encounter God, would go and hear God, And he would be ministered to by his servant, Joshua. And God speaks to Moses face to face, plainly, clearly. Moses hears God. Then we have the masses who are the God watchers, who are watching from a distance, who are seeing what is happening, and they are enjoying the view, they are enjoying the fireworks, but they miss the voice. They miss intimacy with God because they are just watching from a distance. But Joshua was not like that. Joshua was right there where the action was. Joshua did not want to be at a distance, because he wanted to be right there where God was working. He heard what God was telling Moses, because he was right there with him in the tent. But Joshua, but the Bible says that when Moses was done talking to God, Moses would leave the tabernacle of meeting, and he would go back to the camp. But Joshua says, no, 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 no. I, I don't just want to hear what Moses said, Because what Moses said is about Moses' destiny. It's about Moses' calling. I will tear in the tabernacle so that I hear God for myself, so that I encounter God for myself. I'm not going to just be a minister to the servant of God, but I am going to go beyond ministering to the servant of God and minister to the God of the servant of God. You know, there's a crisis in the body of Christ. There are people who are so fascinated about the servants of God that they miss the God of the servants. The people who are so fascinated about ministering to a man of God that they miss the God that the man of God is trying to introduce them to. But when you are like Joshua, you are going to stay and say, man of God, I'm going to serve you. I'm going to minister to you. But when you leave the tent, I want you to have a revelation of God myself. I want you to have encounters of my own. I want you to have experiences with God myself because you have introduced me to the source of power. So I'm not going to depend only on your revelation. Your revelation is the bedrock. It's the foundation that you have given me for me to experience God. But I want to go a step further. I want to pursue God for myself. I want to hear God for myself. That's what Joshua did. So Joshua tarried in the tabernacle. <coughs> Moses was not angry with him. He didn't say, Joshua, what do you think you are? You think you have a monopoly on God? You wanted to hear God more than I have heard? What what, what was God telling you when I was not there? Because genuine fathers, they want their sons to go further than they have gone themselves. So if you are dependent on only the revelation that the man of God has given you, and you don't have encounters with God for yourself, you are not a Joshua. What is my role in this which God is doing? I have heard the, the broad parameters of what God is doing through this movement. But I seek God together with the men of God. But I go beyond that. When the man of God retires from the tabernacle, I'm going to stay and hear God for myself. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Is it possible that as Joshua lingered in the tabernacle, as Joshua stayed in the presence of God, that's when God started saying, you know, when my servant Moses is gone, I want you to take the people into the land of promise. Is it possible that as he pursued God further, Then God started unveiling his destiny. You see, we we want destiny without understanding that destiny comes from the creator. So if I don't have an encounter with God for myself, I will never understand my destiny. I will never understand my place in this greater calling. I will only depend on what people are describing for me. So I will be watching from the terraces rather than being a participator in a place where God has deployed me. No wonder God could trust Joshua with the commission to conquer the promised land. So, my question today is very simple Are you going to be a watcher from the terraces and see God from a distance? Or you are going to say, I'm going to walk the distance. I'm going to go outside the camp. Others will say, ah, these, these are the guys, they want to be seen, they want to be more spiritual. Why, why are they in the prayer meeting alone? Why, why are they in the prayer room alone? Why are they, I mean, can't God hear you where you are? But there is a place where God will meet his people. You know, many, many times as believers, we limit ourselves only to cooperate prayer. We limit ourselves to the gathering of the saints, which is just a starting point. But you see, intimacy with God, for you to hear God for yourself, you need to go further. You need to go one more step. Stay in the tabernacle of appointment alone. Hear God for yourself. Experience God for yourself. Rather than be like the the, the God watchers who are just saying, Where is the next miracle? Where where are we seeing the, where is the cloud? And they are just following the cloud, but they are missing the voice. Because it is the voice of God that leads you into destiny. Because it is the voice of God that created the world. It is the voice of God or the word of God that holds the whole world together. So if you miss the voice and you experience the lightning and you see the thunder, you may describe it in, in incredible ways, but you have just missed God. Do you remember what God says when Moses says, oh, you know, I I want to experience you. I want to see you. I want to show me your glory. He says, yes, I will show you my glory. But I will cover you so that you are not too fascinated with the glory. And then I will proclaim my name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So today... I will ask you all to stand. Today's bonus, I'm going to release you early. As you stand, I want to ask you a question. What do you do with this tabernacle of appointment? Are you going to watch it from your tent door? And see the manifestation of God. Are you going to be a God watcher or a God chaser? Are you going to pursue God for yourself? Are you going to experience what God is doing for yourself? I want you to talk to God and make a decision. Say, will you be a God chaser? Will you be a God-watcher? Will you pursue in this year intimacy with God? No better the cost. Because Moses took the tent of the, the tabernacle of meeting far, far distant from the camp. It would cost you energy. It would cost you intentionality. Are you going to be intentional enough to say, God, I want to meet you. You have already created a place place of appointment, where you'd meet me. But is it possible that God is waiting in the place of appointment and nobody shows up? Have you ever experienced what it means to have an appointment with somebody and you agree to meet in a certain place and then they don't show up? And you are there sitting alone. Can I put it to you that in 2018, God has set a tabernacle of appointment. And often he finds himself alone. Because we will not be inconvenienced to walk to that place. Come on, let's talk to God. Pastor Taz, please come. Let's talk to God for a few moments. Father, I thank you as I come before your presence. Father, I deliberately, Father, decide in the name of Jesus. Father, to have an experience with you. I make a decision today, my God, Father, to experience you to walk in your presence. Father, to hear your voice for myself. Father, in the name of Jesus, I refuse to be a watcher from the terraces. I refuse to be a watcher from the terraces, my God. Father, I want to have divine encounters with you. I want to have experiences of myself with God. Father, in the name of Jesus, I set myself in this year, my God. I set myself to encounter you. I set myself to pursue you. the name of Jesus, whatever it takes my God. Father, I refuse to watch from the door of my tent. I refuse to watch from the door of my tent. Father, I choose to experience you. I choose, Father, to pursue you. I choose to hear your voice. I choose intimacy. I choose to get into a place where I can have face to face encounters with you. Father, I thank you. Father, I give you glory. Father, I give you praise. I call upon your name, my God. Father, in the name of Jesus, not just for myself, but Father, for this great congregation. May we have experiences with God. Father, may we be known as God chasers. May we be known as God pursuers. May we not be God watchers. May we not commit ourselves to just watching from the terraces be a people who pursue God. May we be a people who pursue to hear your voice. May we be a people who pursue destiny by God, knowing that it is God who leads us. It is God who directs us. It is God who is leading us by God. Father, in the name of Jesus, Father, I want to be in that place in the tabernacle of appointment where I have an experience with God, where I see you, where I hear you, where I am. Guided by you, Father, I thank you when you are guiding me, you are leading me in the name of Jesus. I bless your name, my God. I bless you, King of glory, in the name of Jesus. Father, help us, Father, to make the, t- the decision, Father, to allow the inconvenience of walking past the camp, walking out of the clouds, Father, pursuing, Father, walking into that place. honor you, my God. We give you praise. We give you worship, Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You see, what we're talking about is a commitment to pursue God. It's a commitment to have encounters with God for yourself. It's not achieved just by one prayer in a service, but it's a commitment you are making to say, in 2018, I want to have encounters with God. I don't want to just have a view from the terraces. I want to be in the camp. I want to be in that place where God is speaking. I want to hear God for myself. I want the language barriers between God's communication and me to be broken so that I experience God for myself. That's the commitment we are making. Thanks for listening. For more teachings and videos, visit celebrationmen.org.